0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in 10 minutes, and we are very excited and privileged to have Melanie Ofenlock with us today. She is the founder and CEO of Ofenlock Consulting and is also the CMO of Icon Science. And we are very grateful to have you here today with us, Melanie. What else would you like us to know about you and the work that you're doing?
1: Oh, Thank you, Sean. I'm thrilled to be here. Um, Ofenlock Consulting is a business-to-business marketing firm that helps companies align marketing goals with business goals. Basically, we help companies tell a story and uniquely position themselves.
0: Fantastic. Well, let's get started with our questions. The first question, share with us a story of collaboration that you've experienced within a team.
1: Absolutely. So uh, a job I had before was Allegro, which was a commodity trading and risk management company. And my job, I was brought in to rebuild the marketing function. And this was a space where everyone did the same marketing activities. It was like the same blueprint for the last 25 years. And everyone looked exactly, there was no differentiation. There was absolutely nothing to tell anyone apart. And I was brought in with a group of global employees and two of them had been with the company for years and five were new hires. And we did not have luxury of time. We had to all get up to speed on the products, the people that we need to collaborate and to work with and to figure out how to market differently. On top of that, we had a visionary CEO who was also new who challenged us to look at the industry differently. Mm. And we did. Uh, We focused on the story of what made Allegro different and worked to bring that to life. We were lucky that when we joined, we had our sales kickoff scheduled. So we had the opportunity to stand in front of the sales team and the company and pull together quickly as a marketing team, uh, decide our strategy, our priorities, um, determine how to brainstorm to do things differently and to make our ROI promise to the company and as you can imagine, it was a lot of late nights and a lot of rolling up our sleeves and a lot of um, bringing different industries of experience uh, into that company to figure out how to get it all done. And those long nights and collective engagement brought everybody to the table. And I think that allowed us to build that teamwork where everybody had a part and a role in that plan. And when we brought it all to life, everyone stood up in front of the team and presented that plan to the company. And I think that gave us a lot of credibility. It gave us a, uh, you know, it certainly put us all on the chopping block together. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. That you is know, such we- a great story. What, a, and it, it sounds like such a challenge in that circumstance to have gathered people together that were all new and all different kinds of things. But Wow, what a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that
1: absolutely I, you know I'm very proud that we that we ended up growing thirty three percent that year and um, you know, really built everything from the CRM system to um, you know the marketing qualified leads to sales accepted leads and and brought everything through and showed the company what marketing should be like be. Um, versus a trade show. <laughs>
0: Well, wow. And, and a great example of disruption a little bit, too, about doing things differently than the, everybody else was doing it from the cookie cutter perspective. And uh, and fortunately, to have a CEO and others that were supportive of being able to kind of move that direction. So, wow, great story. I love that. Question number two. I hear from other leaders that it can be a challenge to measure engagement within a team. Tell me your thoughts.
1: Oh, I, I think you have to be... you you have to be a leader to do that. And an employee survey tells you everything that you need to know. Um, but you have to be systematic and rigorous about doing them. And you have to, to take those learnings and really look as a management team for the good and the bad, right? You, you can't just you know go to employees and ask them questions and then ignore the responses, right? That doesn't give you any credibility. and As a management team you have to communicate how you're going to improve Mm -hmm. and involve employees in that process so it's focus groups and then tasking them to to own pieces of that improvement Mm -hmm. and then of course you have to lead by example you know you hear about companies where policies are launched and then you find out this the one that the ceo and the management team you know aren't following those those policies and that becomes disheartening that, what does that tell employees other than the fact that um, the management team has different ground rules than employees do? And if you look at the pandemic now, you know, people aren't in the office, they're not together. Um, it's hard to answer that engagement question. It is. But you, you have to understand that, that you, know, you do have a mission and you have to pay off that mission as much as you can with people today.
0: Great comments, great comments, great examples. Thank you so much. And Melanie, based on your experience, what is one essential characteristic or attribute of a confident leader?
1: I think the ability to motivate others. Mm. Um, You know, the current pandemic is, it's a global health crisis, right? Think about the lives that, that we've lost and the changes to our overhaul behavior right now, right? We, we can't travel, we can't see our parents, we can't see our friends, we have to social distance, we have to wear masks. You know, I think I've seen my parents from a distance maybe four times in the last year. And, you know, they're not, they're not getting younger, and neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I live you know, through Facebook memories of the last trips that I took, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're asking so much from our teams right now and leaders need to inspire through their actions. And at Icon Science, we recently had a uh, sales kickoff meeting and our CEO joined midnight to 4 a.m. his time. He's based in Belgium. And, you know, talk about motivating people right? When the CEO showed that he cared enough to stay up in the middle of his night to find out what was happening in the region and to motivate and inspire and to sacrifice sleep because the region was worth it, right? And that's the sacrifice that employees deserve.
0: I like that. So inspiring others and motivating (laughs) others. I really like that. Thank you. Question number four, is there a person that you would like to recognize that has had a positive influence on you or someone that you'd like to just shout out to, if nothing else?
1: Absolutely. I, I would say my, my first mentor, uh, Margaret Nathan. Um, I was an awkward college grad. <laughs> and she was a polished public affairs pro. Um, to me, she was everything that, that I wanted to be. Uh, She was polished and smart and well-spoken and well-dressed and just the epitome of of a smart businesswoman. And she always knew how to think on her feet, especially in in public affairs and and the things that she had to navigate. And she saw something in me and she invested a lot of time and and energy. And I'm sure she had moments that she wondered if it was worth it. (laughs) Uh, you know, I hope that that she sees that investment today is worthwhile, and and she taught me to, to carry that through and to pay that forward and to continue to invest in in other people and especially in, in young women who are, um, moving up through the business as well.
0: Oh, that's great! Thank you so much for recognizing her. And then our last question is one of my favorites. Tell us about your first job.
1: <laughs> I worked at Baskin Robbins.
0: Oh, did you? <laughs> Did you get to scoop the ice cream?
1: I did. I did have an amazing right arm muscle. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was a teenager's dream and you you got your two free scoops every day and and somehow I I didn't gain any weight. I don't know how that was possible. I think I was 15 Um, and apparently peanut butter and chocolate and and pralines and cream did actually work together at the time.
0: Wow, but so know, they let you have two free scoops every day, huh?
1: scoops every day, but yeah you know, it was funny it it taught me about time management, taught me about customer service uh financials, you know what it took to be a good employee and i think we we talked earlier about uh flavor profiles and and I have on the side a, a wine blog and and it kind of taught me about uh different flavors and and how you know how they meld together and how they don't. So um, I learned a lot from that job.
0: Oh, that's a great first job. I like that one. That's that's a good one. Because I love ice cream, obviously. So that's a, a exactly. weakness of mine, if you want to call it that. So
1: I can't do it anymore.
0: I, I'll scoop up at home here, but that's about it. So
1: <laughs> two scoops a day would not be good for me, right? No,
0: now. no, it would not be good. It would not be good. Well, I mean, it would be good, but we'd pay for yeah, it, so. Exactly. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you?
1: Um, I'd say LinkedIn would probably be the best way. And it's Melanie Bianco, O-F as in Frank, E-N-L-O-C-H.
0: Very good. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. We also encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can hear all of the episodes that we've recorded. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a great day.